This episode is about depression. In fact, if we look in the U.S., we now find that nearly one in four Americans will experience the agonizing, debilitating pain of depressive illness by the time they reach age 75. And it gets worse. The rate of depression seems to be increasing generation after generation. So every successive birth cohort is having higher rates of depression than the one that preceded it. Now, I want you to look at these lines. We've got four different generations on this graph. The, the green line on the right, that's the oldest Americans. And by the time they've made it out into their 60s and 70s, they have a lifetime rate of depression of 10%. That's horrible, but it's much lower than every succeeding generation. Now take a look at the, the line that really upsets me the most is the one on the far left. That's our youngest American adults. Do you see what's happened? By the time they're in their mid-20s, they already have a rate of depression of 25%. And remember, we're talking about a potentially lethal, debilitating illness. Left unchecked, it's an illness that can cause brain damage. And if we extrapolate that line, by the time they reach middle age, their lifetime rate of depression will already be over 50%. So what in the world is going on? What's driving the epidemic? What can we do about it? What causes depression? Well, on one level, when we ask this question, we're going to face the answer that it's really complicated. There have been literally thousands upon thousands of published studies that have identified a dizzying array of factors that are implicated in the onset of depression, biological, psychological, cultural, social, behavioral. But if we wade through this complexity, what we begin to find is there's a common underlying pathway, a primary driver, a primary trigger. I call it the brain's runaway stress response. Now, we all know the stress response. We think of it probably as the fight-or-flight response in its most extreme form. I want you to think about that response and especially how it was evolved and adapted to serve us. The fight-or-flight response was designed primarily to aid our ancestors when they faced predators, other physical dangers that required what? Intense physical activity that would go on for a few seconds, for a few minutes, maybe in extreme cases for a few hours, is a very costly response, but fine if it, if it shut off when it was supposed to. Here's the problem. For many Americans, Europeans, and people throughout the Western world, the stress response goes on for weeks and months and even years at a time. And when it does that, it's incredibly toxic to the body and to the brain. It's disruptive to neural circuits in the brain that use Neurochemicals you've heard of, like dopamine and serotonin, acetylcholine, glutamate, and this disruption can lead directly to depressive illness.